episode one, air quotes, and peanut butter crunch. Welcome to the Thousand Word Midlife Crisis. I'll be the narrator and host of my own midlife crisis, but if you'd like to come along, no problem. There are only two rules to this podcast. The first is that each installment will be 1,000 words exactly. The second is that the first rule is a total lie. Warning, this first podcast will pose the same rhetorical question three times, which I will annoyingly answer each time. I'll alert you when it happens. So, just what is a midlife crisis? I just told you this would happen, didn't I? According to Wikipedia, that site we all pretend not to use, but we all do because we're as lazy AF, a midlife crisis is a transition of identity and self-confidence that can occur in middle-aged individuals, typically 45 to 65 years old. If you're one of my sharper listeners, note, that was a trick supposition, as you're all sharper listeners, aren't you? You will right away see, or hear, the problem. Midlife means a person in crisis is at the middle of their lifespan. So if you're having your midlife crisis at 65, congratulations, you're on your way to 130, and likely playing guitar for the Rolling Stones. Sorry to burst your bubble, but you are not living to 130, nor are you, in fact, Keith Richards. Actually, if you're having your midlife crisis at 65, you're likely dying before 70, because sports cars and reasonably priced escorts are one-way tickets towards a light. Also, if you're having a midlife crisis at the lower end of that range, you still have to make 90, and in our current climate, that's just not happening. So the lesson here is if you're lucky and stay away from bad meat and planes that hurl themselves at the ground, you're looking at a good 75 years. Actually, you're looking at a decent 50 years, followed by a bearable 15 years, backstopped by a crap, come take me now, 10 years. That means you should plan your midlife crisis for, okay, 75 divided by 2, why do I have to pick an odd number? Alright, congratulations. Because math... You're now living to 80. So your crisis will be at 40, which for me was a time my kids were approaching teenage years, so my thoughts were more on the homicidal scale than on the midlife crisis one. So, just what is a midlife crisis? Alright, that's number two. (laughs) Sorry. It's a transition of identity and self-confidence and a 54-year-old American starting a master's program at Cambridge. If that's not a midlife crisis, then get used to phrases like President Kardashian and social clustering because the world is already spinning off its axis. I know I'm not living to 108, or if I am, peanut butter crunch is a secret to longevity. But look, I'm proof that dreams can come true, if you're in no freaking hurry to realize them. My pathway to where I am right now is equal parts circuitous and stupid. Not only does the classroom look foreign to me at this point in my life, I look foreign to my classmates. The first time I showed up for a Zoom class, the tutor said, oh, I'm so sorry, rehab meets on Tuesday nights. I replied, hello, Dolores. That woman is messed up and not in a good way. Actually, she's messed up in a great way, but we'll, we'll talk about it later. Honestly, I look around the room and think, damn, I have t-shirts older than most of these people. And I know the shirts have had more life experience because I wore them. Let's put this in perspective. I'm so old, the census has stopped sending me forms. I'm so old, I remember Brenter. I'm so old, I have unexpressed thoughts. 
Although actually, now that I'm starting a podcast, that last one-liner is said ironically. So, just what is a midlife crisis? And that's the third time. Okay, so it's a transition of identity and self-confidence. It's becoming a Cambridge grad student in your 50s, and it's starting a podcast. I can hear you saying, but you're no Ira Glass, which is kind of rude to both me and Mr. Glass. I can also hear you saying, and just what are you studying at Cambridge? And wow, you're kind of getting up my ass right now, partly because you're so nosy, and partly because of those air quotes you put around Cambridge. Just for that, you'll have to wait until another episode to find out what I'm actually studying. Okay, we're pretty sure I'm having a two-thirds life crisis. Is that any reason to start a podcast? And that was your bonus, fourth rhetorical that I will answer. What you don't realize is not only am I getting a master's in writing, oh crap, never tell me a secret, or waiting for there to be 20 million other podcasts just like this one out there, but my love for my own writing and voice is so strong that some bakeries would refuse to make us a cake. And trust me, that's true for all those other tramps you go to for your podcast needs. They just won't admit it. Hmm. Okay, next week we'll have to cover subtext. But I'm going to use that voice to tell you about my wife, my kids, my job, my dogs, myself, all the things that have driven me to my two-thirds life crisis. Will I interview celebrities, teach mindfulness, or explain Easter eggs from The Mandalorian? I wish. Well, actually you wish. No, it'll just be me, you, and a thousand words, which is about seven minutes or about four minutes longer than either of our attention spans. On the other hand, I won't be interrupting the podcast with faux banter to sell you weight loss pills or novelty condoms. Note to self, send solicitation note to weight loss pill manufacturers and Google novelty condoms. Supplemental note to self, do neither of these on the company laptop. Again. So, until next time, stay safe, be kind, and remember to pretend you're asleep so you don't have to walk the dogs. Yours in crisis, Dave.